The following Pulpery podcast is brought to you by The Goddamn Sauce. Go to thegdsauce.com for details to order all the sauces to replace your ordinary condiments. Welcome to the Pulpery Nerdcast with Brock and Ben. This podcast is where we discuss the nerd culture headlines that intrigue us and those minor details that enrage us. No, she had asked several times. I was mildly curious, to say the least. Um, First and foremost, well fucking done. I don't know how you pulled that off. (laughs) Don't have a fucking clue. Yeah. Uh, Greta Gerwig, is that her name? Yeah. What else did she do? Uh, that movie you mentioned earlier, Lady Bird. Yes, um, okay. But she was... She was... Did, um, she was like the sultry blonde woman in Inglorious Bastards, I think. So did she, has she... Is she the female director that won an Oscar? Uh, not the last one. Okay. Uh, but but she's we she's gotten up there. For that. Yeah, she's. I mean, because she's she, getting a lot. Well, she fucking killed it. I don't want to say traction because like no, almost no. everything. So she's done. Uh, her first big one was Lady Bird. Yep, she okay. did the remake of Little Women. Never saw it. And then, yeah, I mean, I know these aren't movies aimed at us. But Barbie, so. yeah, well fucking done. Whoever wrote that script and her, it, it was. Uh, she wrote it. It was a fucking fever dream. Oh, and Noah Baumbach is the other credited writer on that. Seriously? Yeah. They fucking killed him. <laughs> they should write more. Because it was it was legit fever dream the whole time. And I laughed throughout because there were some inside baseball jokes. That's, like, that's the Noah Baumbach on that. So at the very... I'll just real quick get to the end. Um... The, they had an actor, um, God damn it, what is her name? Does, they, they, doesn't matter. Um, she played the maker of Barbie. Okay. What did she say? What did she say? Fuck, I can't remember. I'll remember it in a second. It was, oh, tax evasion. It, the joke was, well, it was my company and they took it away from me for tax evasion. And yes, that really happened. So, so there's some history in there too. Oh yeah, because you know that plays into the whole. Because all right, here's the story in a nutshell. It they have is, a Proust Barbie, <laughs> dude. They have an everything Barbie. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm noticing half the cast is credited as Barbie or Ken. Ken, yeah. Okay, but there's only one Alan. Only one Alan, <laughs> and there's only one weird Barbie. <laughs> and then they made jokes because there was like that was the other thing they kept it real and they were like this was an exclusive pregnant Barbie <laughs> and this was an exclusive and I shit you not I did not know about this there was a Barbie who when you lifted her arm her boobs got bigger I did not know that neither did I was that from thing. like the 70s yes. or early 80s uh, yes there's also the dog that eats and poops but we I, we all knew about that yeah so they kept it real with that and then they kept it real with how they've changed and now barbie is everything yeah but stereotypical barbie stereo and that's what they called them like that is who they were known as 
Um, oh, I hope that becomes like a thing among kids. Like they come up with a word for like stereotypical. Right. Like stero. Something. You're just tips, yo. Yeah. Fucking tips. She's, she's tips. Suspect tips over here. So, yes. And, and not not to get too deep into it, but you've got a mother and a daughter who the daughter was Weapon X from fucking Logan. Logan. Nice. And I knew it immediately because she was an emo, but as the movie goes on, she becomes, you know, she wears all this Barbie shit. She goes to Barbie world. That shows you how much she owned that character in that movie. And and at first I went, God, but, you know, she's emo and her hair's all haggard. And and I went, that's Weapon X. And then slowly, and she was, yeah, she was emo. Um, So, I don't even know where to start. So Barbie... And all the Barbies think that they were created to make the world a better place and girl power. So they legit think that, like, there's a female president and a female. And they mention president and Supreme Court. Is that when they enter the real world? So when they enter the real world, it's it's flipped (laughs) because dudes are running everything. And now, remember, Ken is just Ken. Right. They ask a question, where does Ken go at night? And everybody's like, I don't know. He's Ken. Who gives a shit? And then he gets in the real world, and he's like, oh, my God. That's fascinating, of, of taking characters from a matriarchal world and then and he, thrusting them into, and it was, I I'm guess, gonna go unintended, to, too, but into... Barbie. So, so Ken becomes, like, completely toxic male. Yes. Awesome. And it's all about horses, cars, <laughs> and patriarchy. That's it. And Rocky. Rocky Balboa. Like that that's what they used for patriarchy. Well, I'm glad I'm glad they didn't make fun of Godfather fans. No, no, so, no, no, yeah. no, no. It was like <laughs> muscle cars, horses. Like he loved like horses were a tough thing for him. Like horses in general or horse racing? No, or just, just everything horses. Everything horses. Everything horses. Like men ride horses. Patriarch. And he tries to get a job and he walks into the CEO's office and it's a chick and he's like I want my job because of patriarchy. She was like, do you have a degree? No, all this stuff. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Though, th- these are the type of interactions. So you have that going on oh. while Barbie is figuring out. But the out. sad part is we know people like that. <laughs> yes. And then on the flip side of this that. job because I got a dick. That's basically the joke that they were making. Okay. And on the flip side, Barbie's realizing that, oh my, my fucking God. God yeah. What are we doing? I'm in a nightmare, not... <laughs> Correct. Okay. So that that's real world. So they're all fucked up. And it takes the girl, the daughter, to say, Barbie, you're the reason for this. Because you were shown as like, oh, you're the cute little housewife who does yeah. this. And then, oh, look, you're the pregnant... Like, so... You're the reason for this, because women thought Barbie was this way, and that's how America should ask, and it just snowballed into what it is today. But in Barbie's world, she's the exact opposite. Correct. Interesting. Yes. Now, so that's that's the movie. But it's like it's like if Toy Story crossed like swap places or something it's like so that. It's so weird. Yeah. Speaking of to- Toy Story, I saw some a meme or something today, and it was like my daughter asked me or told me that Billy could be playing with a dead toy and not know he's playing with a corpse. Yeah. I that never occurred to me. My favorite one is what do the toys do 
when he's older, or Andy. Oh yeah, Andy, not sorry, sorry Billy's the brother. And he figures out self pleasure. And the Does toys have, have to watch. He has to turn them all <laughs> yeah. around. No, he doesn't. Because he doesn't think that they're real. Like, oh, right. It's almost like putting the picture of your mother <laughs> face down while you... Okay. Sorry. So, like, that's that's it. Will Ferrell happens to be the CEO of, of Mattel. Mattel. Yeah. I saw that on the credits. <sighs> okay. He, he's always good in a domineering position. And, and that's what... But... As it goes, you see that he's really not like that. He's like this insecure little thing. So, but when they try to catch Barbie, well, that's they, that's a metaphor in itself. Correct. <laughs> so when they try to catch Barbie to bring her back to Barbie World, they roll out this box, and she's like, oh, "I remember this," and it's the fucking box from her on the shelf. Yeah. The pink box with the cellophane. Yeah, and she puts yeah. it on there, and they, like, wrap her hand in twist ties <laughs> and, like, twist the thing on the back like toys. <laughs> like, it's just little shit like that the whole movie. Um, I could have done without it getting beat over the head with the, the social commentary. Well, yeah. But then they all end up back in Barbie world where Ken is taking over, and now it's a matriarchy. I mean, a... Patriarchy? Patriarchy. Yeah. God, thank you. I just fucking rain farted. <laughs> And so he's turned everything. There's no Barbie house anymore. It's now Ken's house. Now, what did he call it? Ken's Adobe Casa Party House. So he was hanging out with Aaron Rodgers for a while. And, and she was like, you realize that all of those are the same, same word. Thing. Yeah, and he's wearing like a fur coat and a headband and like gold chains. Like he is just typical. Bro. Yeah. It's Fucking amazing. And then he has all his bro friends. So like that's all that that's that's Does it. he does he infect all the other kins? Yes. <laughs> Even better though, he has brainwashed all the Barbies to think that they're there to like serve, serve him, him and stuff. They're like Oh, no. oh man, Ken is so cool. <laughs> so I'm assuming then the the rest of the movie is Barbie trying to transform her world back into the proper Correct. So reality. she brings the kid and her mom, which that's the reason for the riff in the pers- first place. Like the opening of the portal is because yeah. the mom and the daughter and Barbie and whatever. <laughs> so yeah, then they come back and they have a fight on the beach. <laughs> Because the women split the kins down the middle, they used their jealousy against each other. So it was like kins against kins fighting on the beach. But the thing is, well, there's no weapons in Barbieville. Right. You bet your ass there's no weapons. It's like but beach balls. It's and... like, we're going to have a slap fight. <laughs> beach balls and like bow and arrows with suction cups and tennis rackets. Like, just. It, it was brilliant. John Cena was a Ken mermaid, merman. Okay, yeah. Or like Malibu Ken. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but yes, he had his long blonde hair. It was... It, it, I'm surprised you could see him. Oh. <laughs> you, you know why you... Oh, God, because you can't see a siren either. <laughs> no, you just hear it. Huh. I didn't even think... You just ruined a plot. There's a plot hole for me. <laughs> I get because everything else was so I get so movie's you, terrible now you know but at the end everything works out blah 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 um it was really fucking good 
like watching Ryan Gosling play, and I didn't think I can't believe I'm gonna say this. He's a great fucking actor. Yeah, but he killed that. Like, I keep blanking on her name. Uh, Marco Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Yeah, yeah, she's good in anything she does. Sure. Ken though. When he first gets to the real world and he's wearing like neon stuff with rollerblades, and there, there's a bunch of well, that that I mean, from your description, that seems like the character that goes through the more yes relevatory change. He, he does. It's just Barbie's realizing that, yeah. but it's him going, oh, so he realizes that this is what it's in the real world, and I'm really nothing in Barbie Land, and he had to adjust to all that. So like he. He, uh, he was my favorite. Yeah. But the reason he first finds Maybe out that... Maybe that's because you saw more of yourself within Ken. That's po- that, that's poignant about what I was just about to say next. <laughs> so he's rollerblading in Venice Beach, and the first thing are like... Like you used to do. <laughs> dudes that are all like, hey man, and they're winking at him and stuff, and like, cool outfit. And he's like, oh, did you hear that? <laughs> they like me! You know, and that's... What, so he ends up on like... In some business district where it's like all dudes in business suits and they're all being nice to him. It, and then it just it, it just evolves from there. I could yeah, I, I I could definitely see how that It was good. Yeah, no, and I, I mean and I could see where all of the uh white male Republicans hated. Sure. Definitely see that. Why yeah. Ben Fapiro doesn't like it anymore. Yes, exactly. And it ain't got nothing to do with pink. No. The color pink. No, it's because they call out toxic masculinity as well as the... Uh, well, it seems like the premise is, is, yeah, like Ken runs into them. Right. And then it's like, oh, if I can live like this... We can rule the world. And it's not like, let's do it gradually. Like, no. no let's, He's read you know, three books. Let's, it's a pile of cocaine. Let's that, do the whole and thing. And that's exactly what it was. <laughs> and it was like he was Scarface when they went back to Barbie Land. <laughs> It was fucking brilliant. Well done. Well done. He has some has some lemon wedges with that. <laughs> there were just there were so. We have been making some changes here at Pulpery. We've shortened our episodes to thirty minutes, so you can catch everything we say on the drive home, on a lunch break, or at any other time. We've added video to our repertoire, and we are expanding our social media presence. So check us out on YouTube and smash that subscribe button and use the likes. You can get our socials from the link in our bio and be on the lookout for our new politics cast. If you need a change for your taste buds, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about the way you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need to rethink condiments. Help support an independent business by getting rid of your same old condiments and boss up with the goddamn sauces. Well, oh, right. I've we're going to start with Star Trek. Okay, God damn it! I really wanted to hear about Futurama. Oh, no, no. We're going to get to it. Okay. So, but uh, the, in my opinion, the, the best... Strange New Worlds, yes. Yes. Okay, sorry. I just wanted to let the yes. people know. Yeah, sorry. Not just general Star Trek. We're going to talk about it all. No, we uh, would be here for about four years. Uh, but in my opinion, this is 
this this series has the most potential of any of the new series. Sec- How many seasons is this now? It's Three? in the second season. Okay, good. Yeah. I thought I had lost a year. They're already si- I mean, they're they're signed on for a third. We got to see. Oh, what- this is the CBS the um, the Paramount show. Yeah. Okay. But not the not, not the first card or, or the Discovery. Thank yeah. you. Discovery is going to be coming out with its final season. Um, okay. But uh, so Strange New Worlds is the one where it's the prequel to the original Star, Star Trek. Yep. So it's gonna it's a Captain Pike. Uh, you got Spock in there. Um, the so anyway, Wait, Spock's in there. Yeah, yeah. Really? Well, because uh, from the original story, from like the pilot, I was pulling up the cast, the unaired pilot, and uh, from back in the sixties. Uh, yes. That was the menagerie that had the first Captain Pike in there before he was mangled and in the you know the beeps and dots chair yeah um <laughs> sorry Stephen Hawking chair yeah well so, yeah but it went like hello how are you it was, it was like so it was r2d2 it was kinda, Stephen yeah. Hawking pre-Stephen Hawking right okay um except where it was just like Morse code like oh that's even better. but it's like it's like a rolling iron lung <laughs> With like a little a little red light below his chin. Was all you could see is his head? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. It's Modoc. Yeah, but like nineteen sixties. Well that's what I'm saying. But but yeah, but not in like okay. a jar. Um, hey. But anyway, it's like sorry. we will we will get there. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's what it's that's what I think is amazing about the show is we all know what the end point is. Yes. And they've the even addressed it. In that, oh. um, in the second season of Discovery, Pike and Spock are part of that storyline, and Pike goes to—it's really bizarre. He goes to this Klingon world where they have these like seeing stones, and he touches one by accident, and he sees his death. And so the There's first season—absolutely nothing wrong with it. No, no. Where it's like so, but like the first season is he's kind of given up. He's like. What's the fucking point if I'm going to die? What, I know what I'm going to die, and I'm going to die. But yeah. I'm just but waiting to get there at this point. Spock brings him around to saying, well, if you know what the end is, then everything in between is you can do what literally whatever the fuck you want. Which, God damn it, Spock. Would, but you, you also think, so the actor doing Captain Pike is Anson Mount. Yeah, that's why I had up. Uh, from, he was uh, Cullen Bohannon on Hell on Wheels. He is very chiseled. Yes, he is. He's Very. also he's from he's from a town outside Nashville, from White Bluff, Tennessee, that I know fairly well. He grew well. up in White Bluff. Yeah. T- his mother is Nancy Smith. Nancy Smith is her name. Yeah. That couldn't be more <laughs> bland. More White Bluff, Tennessee. Yeah. But so unless um, it was Deborah. Imagine as an actor, you get to play this character that knows its end, and the in between <laughs> is like. I get to do whatever the fuck I want with like, it. Like, nose isn't... Yeah. I don't want to know my end point. And uh, so you also get an Ensign Uhura in the show. Right. Who's Who played plays by, Spock, by the way? Um, it's uh, Ethan Peck. And you should know um, that last name. I do. He's the grandson of Gregory Peck. Shut the fuck up. This guy is Gregory Peck's grandson. Yeah. 
And when he gets into like full Spock mode, he sounds like Gregory Peck. Like that. I mean, I could see the whole yeah. like the, you can the see, chin and, and the ears. Like, he I sounds could, like him. Like he sounds like Phil. You know, like or I, I or not. See. What am I? Or a gentleman's agreement, Gregory Peck. Like or uh, Atticus Finch. Formal. Yeah. Form very well. I mean, Spock was like that. But yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Fucking Christ. And so, you know all of this. But so this this oh there's a picture of him as Spock okay yeah yep got the it. second season though he they the writers really played with everything Star Trek so you uh-huh. had um, the the key villain is the Gorn if you are so remember the scenes from when uh, Kirk is fighting that uh, guy in the lizard suit yes in the desert yep so they they've remade the Gorn. Okay, so it's and not the guys that have like the. Uh, never mind. No, they're 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 lizard people, but they're like these like you know they're they live completely destructive, but in, <laughs> in between Keep so it simple. So that's the kind of that's the storyline they move in and out of. So that's so the like overarching yeah. thing, which is how you need to do that those episodic on. shows. These sure, things. but then they. Um, but this one, like two of the best episodes, and one is going to be surprising coming from me. But the first one was they did a crossover with the animated series, where the That's animated. Why I just saw the animated series when I was looking. Yeah. Seriously. The animated series crosses over through this portal, and they become real life people. So Jack Quaid and um, uh, Tawny Newsom, who who plays his uh, partner in crime on the animated series. They get to play their real life characters, but they're so they're from the future, and it's this. And so part of Jack Quaid's thing is he's there, and he's he's a start. He's a Federation nerd. That's what. So he knows. He knows everybody. He knows everybody. He knows every detail of the ship, and so part of that storyline is like he can't say anything, and right because and it happens to coincide when like Spock's trying to tap into his human side. So he sees like Spock smile and laugh, and he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then he, oh my god! And so it's just it, it's hysterical, and and then there's even like next generation. I can't believe jokes they did that. Stuff. That takes enormous cones. Yeah, no. To do that, and, and they I get pulled it. That it they pulled it off, and I get that it's Star Trek and it's a Star Trek universe, but that is getting meta, meta, meta. Yeah. And they pulled it off. Well done. And like, and yeah, all the jokes are inside jokes and shit That's like how, that. that like, I get, Barbie was like that. And then like and two I episodes later, I just said that they did a musical episode. And you know me and musicals. I don't do that. Yeah, we don't get along. And Barbie did musical, by the way. I didn't get to yeah. that. They did musical. But I will say this: in that, what? So it was this like. Uh, the way that they set it up, it was this chain reaction because of some sort of space anomaly. So as they're beginning to sing the songs, the first couple of songs are like, why the fuck are we singing? Why is this happening? So they're recognizing... What's going on? Yeah, to the audience, like, this is fucked up. We don't know what's happening. And I will say this. Perfect. At least the music... The lyrics are like linked in with the show, but the music they wrote for it was really good. I don't know who they got so, to fucking write the songs, but And it again, Barbie did the same thing. Yeah. And it, apparently fourteen minutes is enough for me to do that. <laughs> Carry on. So anyway, 
Um, I love that acknowledging, though. Eventually, yeah. One the wink. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, in doing that, like, I felt that was, like, kind of meant for, like, people like me. Like, of course. You know, you're into sci-fi, then all of a sudden you're breaking out in, into musicals. But it's not, it's, they at least made it not based in science, but Does, functional for sci-fi. And then acknowledging, like, Captain Pike, when he breaks out in the song, if they weren't a family-friendly show, would have been like, why the fuck am I right. singing? Exactly. So wait, 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 wait. But they couldn't help it. Does Futurama sing? Oh, yeah. Right. So that seems... Sorry, I just tried to get you there. No, thank you. Um, yeah. It's funny how that shit happens now. Breaking yeah. out into song. So the... How is Futurama now that it's back and... So it's... Uh, from, a, from a person who's probably seen every Futurama episode longer more times than I can count yeah it's it's definitely got it I've seen I've probably watched the whole season or every season but the current one I, I mean it's definitely in double digits right I okay. mean probably that's, over 30 that's not normal carry well, on I, I fall asleep to it I, and I knew that um, and that's where we were headed I'm on that I'm on that reddit thread too um, I knew that as well <laughs> but well we gotta Nope, carry on. I want to know. know that there's friends out there. But um, <laughs> so this is the third time it's been brought back. Yes. And but um, this time seems everybody was kind of going all in. Yeah. This, so which is why I'm curious. So far, um, I'll say this: it's rough. Um, How many episodes are we? Uh, Four. No, they're like five into it. Um, of a total, are they going full? 18? It's, it's ten. It's oh, just going to okay. be. A, all right, all right. I believe. I believe it's a ten episode run, but in, like that's where they left off when they were on Comedy Central. But right, it was ten short years, seasons. and so I mean, you watch it as much as I do. You hear the diff. Uh, like you can tell the voice actors have aged. Yep. Even though like they do a really fantastic job of recreating the voices, like there, it's a little. Hank it's a little is, different. Hank's areas like that on yeah, the Simpsons. Exactly. It's getting so, a little. Eh. Or yeah. Frank Castle and I can't do Homer the same no. way he did back in the 80s no. No. or early 90s. But anyway, um, and and no, this happened see me on. This happened the first season. They were officially back when Comedy Central brought them back. Right. That season, there's like one or two good episodes and everything else is like, there's like one-liners and stuff like that. A in feeling there. out process? Yeah. And, we're, and, and what they're doing, like each episode so far is bringing back beloved characters okay but instead of like doing one gigantic story like they're all like they're getting like their little little things and they're, they're each getting a, a yeah. spotlight and they're touching on old episodes that were favorites like there's an uh an, the fur the in the original or like this uh no it's not the season it's not the series finale but in the original run fry eats a gas station egg salad sandwich and gets worms from it <laughs> And the worms Strong make him Marco. smarter and stronger, and like turn him in also into an egg salad sandwich from a like a gas station like condom vending machine, like in the bathroom. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, I'm just like. Go ahead. Okay. This is what I try and sell people on. Like, the first time you watch something like an that, egg, you're like, "This is so fucking stupid." An but egg salad. Yeah, and, they, they were, and okay. I mean the the line in the original. Uh, episode is 
They're like, I mean, how is that gas station sandwich? And he's like, it's a party in my mouth and everybody's throwing up. <laughs> I thought he just... Never yeah, but so in this season, the worms come back, but this time... <laughs> oh my God. But this time they're in, in the little space critter that Leela, uh, Katie Seagal's character, owns. And they make yeah. it into, it's on the surface of the dog, and they make it into a Dune-style episode with, like, big sandworms that are eating the, you know, infectious worms. They actually got Kyle MacLachlan to voice one of the characters. Yeah. Like, a sandworm? Uh, no, no, no. He's one of, okay. like, the, like, the, it's called Doong, because there's Doong beetles, <laughs> dung beetles on the animal. And he's, like, he's the warrior Doong beetle. Who gets killed? <laughs> you know what? Uh, just getting him to do that. Yeah. After he found a finger in Blue Velvet. Right. Which kicked off and whole. Well, never mind. I'm so it's going to Blue Velvet. It's right now. It's it's a fan season. And and well, and it's. I would assume their run on Hulu. That's what it's going to be. It's that it's all for the fans who got got them back, who got on Twitter, who got on everything else, and was like, you have to bring out, the show out. And then yeah. they'll go from there. Are they signed for multiple years? As far as I know, there's at least one other season. So, oh, okay. so the viewership yeah. is in there. But that that's what same as with Star Trek. There's a built-in audience for this. Of so course. It's it's a no-brainer. You, you, you know what Disney, their whole business model. The following Pulpery podcast is brought to you by the Goddamn Sauce. Go to thegdsauce.com for details to order all the sauces to replace your ordinary condiments. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimmie on social media and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators.